0: let's try to understand the significance of this feast. Not only about what it reveals about Christ, but also what does it reveal about your life and mine. And it's the Magi who help us. The Magi. What strikes me about these men is their awareness of how God is working in the world. They were open to be enlightened about the movement of God in their lives and even beyond their lives in the world. And they were open to be enlightened by God. And to follow that light no matter where it would lead them. And we know that it led them away from their homes for at least a period of time. That they were willing to be dislodged from their life. They were willing to be interrupted in the daily routine of their life. And to head out and to follow this star. They did not cling to the things that were comfortable, the familiar. And at that time, traveling, probably parts of their route could have been dangerous. Maybe the weather that time of year was not the best, like our weather here. They were willing to risk and to head out where God was leading. And the star led them to a place where the manger was. And when they saw this mother Mary and her child, they knew that the star meant the birth of a new king. But they did not know yet what kind of king this was going to be. But when they saw this infant king in the arms of his mother, they began to, re- to know what this means. And the gifts that they brought help us to reveal three things about this infant king, Jesus Christ. The gold back in that time was often symbolic Of kingship. So we know the child is going to be a king. But the incense, back in that time, incense was used for worship, especially for worship in the temple, in the offering of sacrifices. And so the incense, in one way, is symbolic of God, of divinity, that this child is more than just a human child. This child is God. And then the myrrh. Myrrh was used when people had died and they would be wrapped in burial cloths and the cloths would be sprinkled with myrrh. This indicates that this king, he comes into this world to give his life for this world. That the most significant moment of his life will be the end when he exchanges those swaddling bands of the manger for the shroud of his death soaked in myrrh. This will be the moment which reveals that this is a different kind of king. He's going to rule by love and a love that gives himself for the life of the world. And then it says that these magi, because they were warned in a dream, in order to avoid the deceit and the wrath of Herod, they went home by a different route. Symbolically and spiritually, this has another significance because... After seeing this manifestation of God, how could their lives be the same? How could they go on in the same way as before? Encountering this infant king would change the course of their life forever. And so they allowed themselves to be rerouted this is what sometimes God does in our life. He reroutes us. So here's the question. As disciples of Jesus, are you and I committed to Christ in such a way that we are willing to follow whatever light God gives to us. And sometimes this light comes so quietly and gently, but it comes. Sometimes it's like a spiritual nudge of God asking something of us. God wanting to take us in a certain direction in our life. And of course, the challenge is As an American, I love the blessings of living in this country. I love the comforts and all kinds of other blessings that come with being an American. All the things that we're able to have and to use. I love routine and the familiarity of life when it's the same every day, basically. Are you and I willing, if God should ask us, to let go of some of those comforts? Are we willing to step out of what is familiar? Are we open to being rerouted in a new direction by God? I remember when I was younger, And there was a moment in high school. I didn't even know Christ yet. I didn't know Jesus. But there was a light of God that was breaking into my heart. And the light was about a relationship. I was dating a girl at this time. And the message was clear. I want you to break up with her because this relationship is not good for you. This relationship is not my will for you. I didn't know Christ, but there was this light, kind of like a star, and I knew that I had to follow it, and so I did. And I don't know where I got the courage. Of course, God must have given it to me because I couldn't have done this on my own. And so I stepped out, and this led me into the realm of faith, the realm of faith where I began to discover, to encounter Christ, this infant king. And I began to realize that this Jesus that some people would talk about, that he gave his life for me that he loved me immensely. As I began to experience this love of Jesus, what could I give him? I couldn't give him gold. I couldn't give him incense or myrrh. But as I started to experience the gift of his life for me, I realized that the gift I could give him was the gift of my life for him and to begin giving that life in the little ways that he would show me and so that manifestation of Christ to me rerouted my life my life began to change in in ways that I never could have imagined or thought possible so this led to Another step where the Lord made it clear to me in order to follow him that I had to leave behind some of my high school friends. And there again, this was something difficult. But I had to keep following the light and the grace of these new manifestations of Christ in my life. And this was hard for me, and it was very confusing and painful for my friends. What's going on with this little guy, this little boy from Prescott, Wisconsin? And then that led to another step. I moved up to the cities here, to St. Paul. Boy, that was hard. I had to cross the river from Wisconsin into Minnesota had to face those those guys all hairy and with horns on their helmets. Those Viking guys. And I got a job downtown St. Paul. And as, as I started to take on the ways of the kingdom of Jesus, as I started to accept his reign over my life and to change in various ways, I realized that I was different than the people around me. I wasn't laughing at the dirty jokes that would sometimes come out. I wasn't joining in the gossip that often happens. I was different. And and God was giving me the grace to continue to allow him to reroute my life in a new way. And you give me the courage to be different. So my dear friends, here's the question. If we are going to be disciples of Jesus, to be a disciple, let's remember this, is to no longer guide my own life. No longer to insist that my life should go a certain way, the way I want it to. It means giving my life over to another. And allowing myself to be taken by another. To be guided by Jesus, this infant king. And it will mean sometimes breaking away from the familiar Not clinging to my comforts. Allowing ourselves to be rerouted in a new direction. So the question God puts to us today is, are we all in for Christ? Even though as I say this, we might feel weak We might feel our weaknesses at the prospect of of something changing in our life. And even though in following this infant king, we might make mistakes, we might even fail at times, God can handle that. That's okay. The question is, in my heart, am I all in for Christ? Am I all in? And am I willing to follow the light that God gives me in my life no matter where it takes me? Now in order to even do this, we need Christ. We could never do this by ourselves. To make another step, whatever that step means, we need Christ. And we need Christ to manifest himself as he does, for example, in the Eucharist. He gives himself to us so that we can step out in faith in the way that he leads us. So let's lay our lives on this altar this morning in a way that we've never done. Let's recommit to letting ourselves be totally taken by Christ and totally committed to being rerouted according to his will amen he knew how pleasing that was to god and how much it reveals how wonderful his mercy is that it is inexhaustible that god never gets tired Of us coming. Although we get tired of confessing. God's patience is infinite. We will never wear him out. Impossible. And so. The Lord comes to us. Again in the Eucharist. And let us put. If we are feeling discouragement in our Christian life or if we have in the past or maybe we just wonder if progress is even possible. Maybe we have lost a little hope that we can become better. Whatever we have that we carry in our hearts today, let's put it on the altar. And like Simeon, what does God give us? He puts in our lives in our hands, in our hearts, Jesus, Jesus, who is and always will be the hope of the world, your hope and mine. And He will be the one to take us the next step. Amen. Amen.